Welcome to me again, week 16, focusing on hay bales, and it was actually a really good week. I got sick, I got to hang out with my best friend, and I learned my next mission in life is to kick the ass of a former world heavyweight champion, and you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and it's 1.30 in the morning because I just had to do a whole lot of work to stop myself from having a very bad depressive meltdown, because that's basically where I've been all day. Um, but we, we'll get into that a little bit later, um, because tomorrow's my birthday, and you remember that whole, okay, all the holidays are over, Scotty doesn't have to worry about getting his hopes up and then getting disappointed thing? Yeah, um, birthday's tomorrow, so forgot I had one last one to deal with in this one. This one was rough. I don't know if it was because it came out of nowhere or what. Um, but before we talk about that, let's talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? And today I'm very grateful for the office. Um, not just as like the fact that it's a place where I can go and get all my work done. It's a place where I can have peace. It is a place of like silent contemplation of meditation. It is the place where Scotty Moore truly becomes Scotty Moore. Um, cause everywhere else, no matter what, I always, I don't, it's not that I have to pretend, but it's a matter of when I leave that room, I start thinking about other people. And I don't mean just, like, how they feel. I mean, like, when I do this, how would someone react to this? So, like, think about last week where I was talking about writing and writing being a chore for me because every time you write something down, it becomes canon. It becomes real. It becomes a part of it. Anytime I'm in the real world or around people, that thought still comes into play of everything I say, everything I do, every way I act is going to be recorded. It's going to be canon. It's going to be something I have to refer back to because um, I thought I was Jeff from Community and I'm slowly realizing I'm Abed because I just always look at life from like a movie standpoint and from a okay, wait, would my character do this? Would my character do this? And it sounds a little psychopathic, I know, but it's something I've always kind of dealt with is the fact of how do I present myself, make sure everything comes out right, make sure everything comes out perfectly, and make sure my the character I've kind of built works around that. And when I go into my office, I don't have to worry about any of that. It is strictly just me getting to be me. If I want to sing along to music, I can. If I want to be sad, I can. I don't have to worry about keeping up any stories that I'm telling myself. So I'm very grateful to the office for that. Now, what did I do today that is super duper awesome? And it's the fact that today I started taking social media serious, like it's, you know, a business and it's really showing dividends. Like uh, same thing happened with the podcast. Once I actually made an official website and an official merch store and it started to feel like a business, everything improved from that point. 
And tonight I sat down and, like, didn't just write a few dumb social media posts. I sat down and literally crafted each one, had Photoshop open to make the image for each individual thing. And I really put together a great week of social media. I was originally thinking, like, oh, I'm just going to have a post Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Ended up filling out Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, like a full week of stuff. And I know it's social media, so it's only, like, 280 characters. But at the same time... I'm a person who likes to plan what happens, and I'm a person, I mean, like I just said, who very much tries to control the output and control the story. So sitting down there for like an hour and 30 minutes crafting it all was really awesome and also really showed me how much work goes into social media management. It is a lot more than I thought, but luckily it's something I'm a little bit good at. So that is what I did today that's awesome is that. Now on to... um, What I did that's not awesome, and it's the fact that I realized that I've got some serious abandonment issue problems when it comes to my birthday, because Christmas only started recently. The whole Christmas makes me sad thing only started recently, and Thanksgiving and New Year's, that was like a this year thing. I I mean, I swear to God, it wasn't like I was trying to come up with a running bit for the show. It was just this year I was like, ah, holidays are nice, I want to appreciate them, and then they turned out like crap. But birthday has always been a big issue for me, because I've always wanted someone to, like, throw a surprise party for me, or something, or to, like, think about me weeks ahead of time and really figure things out, but I'm a, I'm a difficult person to figure out, and I'll, I'll openly admit that on this show. This is a show where very much, I I try to tell you guys as much as I can, but at the same time, there's still a, a lot going on in the back, and so, for years, I've always wanted that, that, party because the only birthday party I had was when I was like five years old and nobody showed up. I invited my entire kindergarten class and nobody showed up to it and then we never really did parties outside of, you know, quiet ones that my family would throw alongside a party for my grandfather because my grandfather's birthday is the second. So basically had to share a party. At some point those devolved to a point where one year I didn't And this is not me trying to get sympathy. This is just legit what happened. One year, I legit got leftover cake from, I think, Christmas instead of a normal cake. And presents that were... still had the label on them, bought it like a second-hand junk store. And I was like, okay, alright, this is cool that this is how my birthday is being treated. And I I don't know. And we're going to get into this a little bit more. Because, well, one thing I realized is the fact that apparently Emily was planning a surprise party for me. Um, She's not good at it because she didn't even know when. (laughs) And I was like, why didn't you ask me when I was off work? She's like, because then you would have known. I'm like, not really if you had done it right. Um, So apparently she was throwing a surprise party and then that's when the floodgates of depression opened for me. Because I realized after all of these years wanting that surprise party, wanting to find all of my friends behind a door waiting on me and excited to talk up to me and talk to me about everything I did last year and everything I'm excited to do this year, I realized I can't have that because, I mean, to get my friends, the people who at least in my opinion, genuinely care about me, the people who genuinely take an interest in what I do, 
you would, I mean, there might be three people in this city that you could bring, but then you'd probably have to fly people up from Florida, fly people down from North Carolina, uh, people in from all across the United States for it to actually be an effective party, and that's an impossibility. And that really, that really hit home for me today of, hey, this thing you've wanted for like ever, it's almost impossible. There's no way you could really do it. And I was like, okay, that hurts a little bit. And I started to wonder why, why do I feel this way? Because I know I have people in this city that care about me and who love me. And then I realized that I've got this really weird version of an abandonment issue. And it's not me worried someone's going to leave me. It's me worried that they're going to I don't know, forget about me, I guess, to a point where, like, I mean, I tested it once. I don't know if I talked about it on this show. I said, I told my friend group in Oxford that I was moving back and then stayed in Florida for six months and they didn't notice. And that really, that'll mess with you mentally, dude. That'll mess with you big time. And so that's one thing I have an issue with. And then the other one is the fact that, like, I put out a lot of content throughout the week between this show and Deviant, a load of BS, Fight Boys, Opposite Attractions. I put out like five hours of content a week and I work hard on it. And I want, I want to, I want to have people respond to it. And I want to have people talk to me about it. And so I can engage with them and improve these shows and make them better and hear what they have to say about it. And that's not a dig at you guys. You're listening to it. You're amazing. It's fine. I understand not everybody's active, but at the same time, it reminds me of when I was in high school and I would do like community theater plays and my theater teacher from school would never show up to them. She would never come to any of my plays. And she at the time was like my rock. She was like you, I was like, you are the end all be all of theater, which I mean, later I found out no way, no way. No, she's not at all, but, but it hurt, you know, to, to do all of that work at the end of the day, just to impress her and get nothing back from it. And I feel like that's what I get weekly, is the fact that I put out all of this content. And I understand, not everybody likes pro wrestling, not everybody likes it, but this show is me. <laughs> At this point, if you don't listen to me again and you're my friend, it's A, you don't listen to podcasts, which whatever, or B, it's just like, I don't like you. <laughs> and it messes with me, man. Just to, And I know I'm rambling, and I know I'm going to go on way too long today. It just messes with me mentally that like none of my friends listen to what I do or anything. Like I put it out, Not I don't put it out for like the general mass populace which I mean I guess I do for the most part but I put it out for them too for them to engage with me and see what's going on in my life and see how I am who I am what's going on especially this show because this show you can just catch up with me after a week and find out like oh Scotty wants to hang out or oh Scotty's not feeling good or something like that but they don't and it messes with me mentally and I, I don't know it's I think it all started today, the depression with the whole... It, it started with the fact that Emily wanted my parents to watch Ripley, at which point I said, oh, that means me and her are probably going to go somewhere for my birthday and do something. And when I asked her what we were doing, she said, oh, I need to stay at home and get some work done and get some stuff done. And that's when it started <laughs> and really sent me off the deep end. And I was like eventually I had to be the one to say it, which 
I didn't want to. I did not want to be the one to say it because, like, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of someone else planning something for my birthday. And I understand I am being a petulant child right now, but I need you guys to let me live my truth. I understand I'm being a petulant little boy who's going, nobody remembered my birthday, but it hurt today. And so I told her I wanted to go to Birmingham and eat steak. And the depression kept getting worse and kept getting worse and kept getting worse until eventually we got in the car and started to drive to Birmingham. And spoiler alert, this is one of the things I did to help myself today. I looked and I saw the depression and I saw how I felt and I realized I had reached essentially a point of no return. I had reached a point where I said, I could go to Birmingham and I could waste the gas money and I could waste the money on the steak and the whiskey and everything I'm going to buy and still feel like crap. Or we could just stay here and say, screw it. And that's what I ended up doing was just staying here. We ended up going to Olive Garden for a meal that was not that good. <laughs> and a old-fashioned that was terribly made. And then went home and took a nap. And that is how I helped myself was by just going like, there's no point in trying to make me feel better today. So we're just going to stay home. And that's a sucky thing to admit to admit that like you've reached a point of no return with depression because at that point it becomes a waiting game of I just got to wait it out I just got to be patient enough and it'll go away that's the reason why I straight up had to stay up so late tonight was me going like I gotta wait this out so I'm not a complete bummer on the podcast today Uh, But I did wait it out, and I feel fine now somewhere. Like, it's still gonna dig at me. It's kind of just like having a perpetual knife in my ankle that just, like, around January 6th, every year, someone, like, turns it, and I'm like, okay, that's right, that's right, my birthday don't really matter that much. It's okay. Um, So, yeah, it, it was a really rough day of depression, Um, because it it just, it was a depression that was clever. It slowly evolved. It evolved from you're sad because you're not doing anything for your birthday to you're sad because you never do anything for your birthday to you're sad because your friends hate you. And then that is when the depression took hold in a way it had never taken hold in a very long time because There's one thing I don't abide by with depression. One thing I rarely ever get with depression, and that's negative self-talk. I'm usually very good about fighting back against negative self-talk, but for some reason today, it hit hard. It hit hard saying stuff like, hey, no, your friends hate you. Hey, no, uh, no one wants to do this. Hey, these people are saying that they care about you because they're obligated, not because they actually care about you. And uh, that was one. (laughs) That was the more kind of general ones. At one point, I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror, and I was wearing, like, these cool mermaid leggings in this uh, Lisa Frank shirt that's got 1993 across the top of it, which I like. You know, 1993 is when I was born. Represent. Uh, I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and my, in my head, the self-talk went, you look ridiculous. No one's going to care about you. You're not acting fun. You're not acting cool. Why are you acting? Why are you dressed like that? Literally my mind told me you don't deserve to wear that today because you're not happy enough. And because of that, I went inside and changed. I changed into like a suit jacket and some slacks and looked, looked like a normal boy and it's I I hated it because I was like no that's not how I dress that's not what I want to do 
But in my head, my body was like, nope, you're going to dress like this. You're going to dress like this because everyone's going to think you're a ridiculous little idiot if you walk out like that. And so that was one of them. Uh, at one point during me again, I was editing that tonight, this this show, the one you're listening to. I was editing that tonight and it came back and said, this show is garbage. No one's going to want to listen to it because no one's going to care about you. And it just kept going on about how bad the show is and stuff like that. And once again, if the show's bad, let me know. Twitter, Scotty Mo, stuff like that. But I've gotten no negative feedback. So there's no reason for me to think that. But tonight my depression literally just beat the living hell out of me. And it was a very rough day. But I'm 27 now, so happy birthday to me, I guess. Um, because no one else said it yet so far. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go inside, I think, because I've rambled on long enough. I've done enough complaining about the fact that um my birthday's never really been treated like a celebration. It's more been treated like a okay, we're just gonna do something. And oh, dang, I almost started rambling in. I almost started going down the war path again. But I can't. I can't do it again because it's going to suck. Tomorrow's not because I'm just going to treat it like a normal day because I'm just going to work all day on my birthday. All right. I'm sorry. I'm so, uh, oh, God, this sucks. You know what? See you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was another real neutral day. It was a... There were good things that happened, and then there were also, like, bad things that happened. Nothing really to make it a good day or a bad day. So right in the middle, we had a good neutral day, which is more than I could ask for on my birthday. Because, as y'all found out yesterday, birthdays are rough for me. So, um, luckily, everything turned out really fine. We had a great episode of A Load of BS tonight. Um, Work was exceptionally slow, but we'll kind of get into that later. Um, other than that, it was a normal day. Things got back to normal and that made me really excited that things are getting back to normal and I don't have to deal with all of the weird holiday stuff where like, okay, you're going to be, have a normal week and then suddenly Christmas is going to happen. Then you're going to have a normal couple other days and then New Year's and then it's going to get weird and then birthday. So I'm happy things are back to normal and we'll talk about that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for the communities I have built on Facebook because... Facebook is literally the worst. If I didn't have these communities I'm a part of on Facebook, I would legitimately not use Facebook because it is probably my least favorite social media platform. So um, I'm a member of the, uh, we already talked about the podcast movement group I was a part of, but I'm also joined the Whiskey Tribe. So now I've got like two different like groups on Facebook that I can go in and chat and talk about like a new whiskey I got or, hey, what what do I need to do to record a podcast in a car or like stuff like that and really get to show my expertise and ask questions and get better. And it connects me to a lot of people. In fact, today, um, I was talking in the Whiskey Tribe group about the fact that I don't have a lot of people in Alabama who like to drink whiskey, and someone was like, oh, I'm from Birmingham, and so I invited them out on Saturday with me and Blake so we could all hang out and go try some whiskey. So that's what I'm grateful for today. It's really gr- great having this awesome, supportive group of people with you. I mean, that's really what last year and this year has all been about, is me finding support groups, because 
Like I said yesterday, um, my support group isn't really in Oxford anymore. So my support group is now, you know, the digital media track people from Dragon Con. It's now the podcast movement people. It's that I reach out to find it. And that's another reason why when people are like, why are you always on your phone? Why do you stare at your phone? I'm like, because that's where my people are. That's where they are. That's the only way I can connect to them. So that's what I'm grateful for today. Now, what did I do today that's awesome and it's completely stupid and really dumb, but it made me feel better? I painted my nails for the first time in a very, very long time, and they look amazing. So my, um, I think it's Emily's aunt for my birthday slash Christmas gift got me this awesome nail polish that changes color with temperature, and it is the most beautiful shade of like turquoise, and then it turns dark purple when it gets cold, and it's amazing, and I love it. And today I actually just sat down and painted my nails and focused, and it's a really... Painting your nails is this awesome kind of forced meditation where you can't do anything with your hands. You can't really unfocus from it. So, like, you have to be very precise. and You've got to be very laser focused. Otherwise, your hands end up just covered in paint. Um, and then you end up looking pretty. And so that's what I got to do today was I got to paint my nails and they ended up looking great. And everybody at work was like, that's an amazing color. And I'm like, just wait. It changes color. And they're like, What? And they were freaking out about it. And I know it's it's not the biggest thing to... It, this is another one of those days where I did a lot of awesome stuff. I finished the next episode of Deviant, finished writing all of that, um, worked out, did a lot of really good stuff. But I'm also like, I can't reuse content. What's another awesome thing I did? Painting my nails. That was it. So that's what I did that was awesome. What did I do that wasn't awesome? And um, once again, the classics, eating unhealthily and drinking whiskey. Although, to be fair, it's my birthday. I deserved a nice glass of whiskey. Um, The one thing I kept coming back to on this is the fact that, as you guys found out yesterday, I have a weird mental issue with my birthday where I'm like, I I want it to be recognized. I want to be recognized. I want to feel important, which is also another reason why I do a lot of, you know, work on this stuff and I why I'm also very I'm a very egotistical person. I'll just go on and admit that right now. And so I'm like people need to recognize that it's my birthday. And I I'm, like that's why it upset me. I only got like 10 people on my Facebook who told me happy birthday and I'm like, "Okay, Facebook, I see how it is." But when I was at work, literally everyone I could tell, I was like, "It's my birthday. Tell me happy birthday. It's my birthday. Tell me happy birthday. It's my birthday." And I was trying to entrust them to make it special instead of just letting myself make it special instead of treating myself good today. I was trusting the outward. And I feel like that's the problem I've had all for like the past month is trusting exterior things to bring me joy instead of interior things. I could have easily took pride and felt joy at the fact that I read today and I I finished writing an episode of my audio drama and I worked out and I did all of my stuff. I, I, I was eating healthily until I had McDonald's approximately uh, five minutes ago. But yeah, instead of thinking of that, I was trying to reach to the external And I feel like that really screwed me today. Now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And I've already teased it. I've already talked about it. But I helped myself by getting back to normal and getting back to my normal routine. Because, like, everything's thrown my routine off whack for, like, the past month. Between all the holidays and the sicknesses and stuff like that, your routine gets thrown off. And so today I just woke up and said, whatever, 
don't care about the routine. We're going to get back to normal. We're going to get back. It's fine. And so I just sat there. I woke up. I made a protein shake, made some coffee, uh, ended up watching a few episodes of Community, working out, doing everything I was supposed to do. And it ended up making me feel a lot better. I feel like it's really what my saving grace was to not make me freak out about no one really caring about my birthday. And that that really helped me a lot today was that. Um, and then another thing I did to help myself, and this is this made me feel the most like Bruce Wayne I've ever felt. But um, I can't remember which Justice League comic slash movie it is. But there's one where Batman basically talks about the fact that he has a contingency plan in case any of the uh, the Justice League goes rogue and how to take care of them. So he plans ahead for things that could really go wrong. And earlier today I realized my... <sighs> I've talked about my job before and talked about the place, the fact that the place I work within my job is kind of a death sentence. I got very lucky last year and I got very blessed by them deciding to keep me on instead of like docking my pay or doing anything. They kept me on. That's awesome. The problem is, I don't know if they're going to do that again a second year. And in March, that's going to be my next, uh, my next review. And today I realized, oh, wait a minute, if that messes up, I don't exactly have a backup plan because I, I still have to find a way to make it to Seattle for um, Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. I've still got to find a way to make it to uh, Orlando for WrestleMania, a way to make it to Dragon Con, stuff like that. Where's the money coming from? And so today I just sat down and made a spreadsheet that was like worst case scenario and started playing with my budget, playing with Emily's budget, moving cash around, seeing what could work. And I'd never found an exact solution because when you lose a job, there's not going to be an exact solution to get you back exactly where you were. Money's still going to change. Money's still going to get tight. But it made me feel a little bit happier to see that, like, it's not going to be a huge issue. It's not going to be a huge permanent problem. It's just going to be something that's going to mess with you for a few months if this happens. And, uh, like, I was even trying to find ways of, like, not working at all and working from home and being able to strictly focus on podcasting. And that was that that one was a rough one, but I was able to figure out a way to make it with less money. So I could probably take a job that either has less hours, pays less. I, I don't know. But that's that's the two things I did to help myself today was getting back to a normal routine and then basically mathematically through a spreadsheet showing me that if you get fired, if anything goes wrong, you'll be okay. You'll end up right back on the right track. So that made me really happy. But for now, I am going to go inside and get some rest because apparently Ripley's been going crazy. So I need to go save Emily from her. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. It was another perfectly average day. And that sucks because I don't know if I talked about the fact that I made a spreadsheet because I'm that guy. I made a spreadsheet to show um, my my tracking of like my good days versus my bad days, and you know it's forming uh, it's forming a line. It's forming uh, peaks and curves. Well, if I keep having these average days, I'm not going to reach any peaks. So I got to be a little bit more careful with this. I, I got to start working to make my days actively better. I can't keep trusting on the external to make me happy. I got to do some stuff to make me internally happy. So yeah, it, it was a perfectly normal day. Did work, did more work, and now I'm here. So we might as well just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful for two things. One, I'm grateful for the fact that I'm getting better at 
getting done recording at night and then just immediately going home. Whereas I used to stay up and watch like Whiskey Tribe videos or stay up and work on stuff that didn't need to be worked on. I'm getting better now about going home when it's time to go home. So I'm grateful for that. I'm also grateful and a little not grateful for the fact that my PS4 started working again. Yes, I was astounded. I was like, okay, one less try. Let's might as well test it out. Plug it in. Immediately beeped. Immediately started working. I was super excited until I realized that, oh, wait a minute. Emily ordered me a new PS4 for my birthday. Meaning that, and it's coming tomorrow, meaning there's no canceling it. I am about to go in and try to, but I was like, it's the same thing that happened last time it did had the same exact issue, which the issue is that German cockroaches like to climb into PS4s and take nest in there. And if too many of them take nest in there, it interferes with your power supply. So that's what happened to me. Last time I legitimately ordered a power supply for like 70 bucks off Amazon, it shipped and the PS4 suddenly started working out of nowhere. It was ridiculous. So the PS4, I don't know, it has a mental block of saying like, okay, the minute he's about to have the thing to fix this, we're going to start working on our own. The minute the money is wasted, we're going to start working on our own. So that sucks, but I am grateful it's working again because that means I can get back to making good, good wrestling content. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And today, there wasn't that much like awesome to speak of. I mean, I got a lot of good work done. I got next week's episode of JWF written, which means I'm starting to get ahead of myself, which is where I want to be. I want to be ahead of myself with writing that. But the main thing I did that was awesome was I finally started to flesh out my speech, my talk essentially for podcast movement evolutions, because it's something that's been a big thing of anxiety in my head of like, oh no, what am I going to do? Oh no, it's got to be perfect. Oh no, no, this, 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 because it's the first time I've done something. Whereas, like, everything else that I do nowadays, I've done it at least uh, in some way before. So I'm like, hey, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be me. But for this, because I guess it's a grand teaching thing in front of a bunch of people, instead of letting the lesson be just to be you, I'm freaking out and wanting everything to be perfect and very professional. Which, now that I think about it, the whole crux of the speech is making sure that you be yourself and do things your way and not conform to other people's professional opinions. So... Yeah, maybe I should take a lesson from that and kind of start doing things my way. But I started to flesh it out today, figuring out, like, how I want everything structured. Because I'm I'm basically going to, like, old high school writing five-part structure where it's like you come up with your thesis, you write your three topics, and then you do your conclusion. That's straight up what I'm doing for this because I'm very lazy and that's what I want to go with. So now I just have to figure out how to flesh it out and actually make, like a full slide deck to present. And I met, messaged Jared back and forth like, hey, I think I'm going to say ass. Is that okay? And he's like, yes, just don't get political or go too crazy with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm going to say ass so many times. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I think it's going to turn out well. And I think, I think the thing I need to keep coming back to when writing it is, yes, it is a conference. Yes, it's got to be somewhat professional. But don't let it not let don't not be you because they'll they'll know they'll know if you're being fake they're no they'll know if you're being false and so I feel like if I keep coming back to that I'll come up with something successful now what did I do today that's not awesome and this is actually something I've been doing for a while that's not awesome 
and it directly involves this show. Because when it comes to making these segments, I mean, I've talked before to you guys about this, I actively try to choose things that are new and that are interesting. So, like, yeah, like having to search throughout my days to be like, what's one thing I haven't talked about that I did that's awesome? What's one thing that I'm grateful for that I haven't talked about today? Like, today I was super grateful for airports again. Then I was like, ah, oh, but I talked about that the other week. I can't talk about that. And that's fine for the most part. I'm fine with that for the most part. But it doesn't work and the what I did that's not awesome section because I got to hold myself accountable and throwing away these ideas of like, oh, I ate unhealthy again, but that's not what we're going to talk about. That minimizes the impact in my mind. And at the end of the day, this is me telling a story. This is me telling the story to you guys of my life. And that's what I take through to the rest of my life. So if I minimize the impact of eating unhealthily or minimize the impact of like smoking, which I haven't smoked in a while, so I'm good there, or minimize the impact of drinking too much, it's going to mess with me. So I got to hold myself more accountable. So that means this section in the future might become a lot more boring. It might be become it might become Scotty eats a pizza every day. And I'm fine with that as long as it's me holding myself accountable because Love you guys, but this is still a self-help podcast about helping myself. And the way I've been doing this particular section has not been helping me. And it's time for me to admit that. Because if every single day I have to come on here and look you guys in the eyes and be like, today I ate half a Pizza Hut pizza and three breadsticks and that was it. That's all I ate today, which by the way is the truth. The more I do that, the more I'm going to be like make the better choices in my normal life so I don't have to come on here and tell you the bad things I did. So, I mean, this section is literally, hey, this is what you're supposed to be actively making yourself better, and it hasn't been. So I'm going to have to reevaluate those things, and hopefully, I mean, from now on, I think the way I want to do it, what I did that's awesome and what I did to help myself and then what I did that wasn't awesome, it's going to be the number one thing. No matter what, if it's five days in a row where the worst thing I did all day is eat pizza, I'm going to bring that every single day. If the best thing I did for like a whole week is write good episodes of Deviant, I'm going to bring that because I want to praise myself for the best things and deride myself for the worst things so I get better and I improve over time and I know what I'm doing good and I know what I'm doing bad. But if I keep trying to search for, well, what's going to be the interesting thing for the audience? What's going to be the great thing I need to say for the audience? It's not going to end up helping me at all. So that's... That's something very important that I learned. Um, now, finally, how did I help myself today? And today I did a lot of thinking, uh, as you guys can tell from that very long segment about this, me talking about this show. I did a lot of thinking about that. I did a lot of thinking about the podcast movement thing, and it really helped because I felt like I got in a trap the past few years of, okay, I got to keep actively doing, keep doing things, keep doing things that I never took a moment to just sit down and think. And back when I was writing a lot and back when I was doing novels, I would take like, that was the beauty of having a day job, was that was where I would go think. And then somewhere along the way, I just forgot to start thinking about things and just taking time to think and just shifted more into a mode of doing. Um, like I would legitimately walk around work and do like 
monologues that I would write into my book later that day. I would walk around and talk and do promos for JWF so I could fill it out later that day. I don't do that anymore. I don't, I don't use that spark of imagination anymore that I need to be using and I need to keep flexing that muscle. So today was the first time that in a long time that I just walked around and brainstormed and thought. And I feel like it's going to really, really help me down the road is to think more. I need to think a whole lot more than I do because I do too much and think too little right now. And I need to flip that around. So that's what I did today to help myself. And I'm going to keep doing that down the road. And I hope you guys are prepared for the fact that this show may get a lot more boring. But it will help me stop eating less pizzas. Um, so that is, that's it for today. I'm going to go inside and try to cancel an order for a PS4 that's coming tomorrow. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and we finally got one. We finally got a plus one day. We got a positive day in the books. And what's weird is it's not... I found the difference between like a good day and a bad day and a neutral day. It's not that much. All all it took for today to become a good day is for me to have one really good idea and brainstorm it throughout all of work. Also, it is Wednesday, which is wrestling day. So I don't think I'm ever going to have a... No... No, I was about to say I don't think I'll ever have a bad Wednesday, but I'm not going to say that out loud because then next Wednesday is going to be horrible or something. But Wednesdays are generally good good for me. Um, and it's not even that big of a deal. I just came up with a really good idea and got to watch wrestling. And that was enough for me to be like, yeah, this day earned that plus one, baby. It wasn't neutral at all. It was a great day. Uh, spent a lot of time with Ripley. Um got to go to work where luckily I came up with a great idea that kept my mind busy throughout work then come home and got to record and then play with the PS4 a little bit now that it's revived and uh, we'll get into that a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness number one what am I grateful for today today I'm, he- I'm grateful for head scratches. I'm grateful. So it started because I was watching an ASMR video where someone was playing a lice doctor, like the school nurse checking you for lice. And I remember as a kid, that was my jam, y'all. Just having the nurse like come up with those chopsticks and put them in your head and just like scritch around trying to find lice. It's the best feeling in the entire world. Like I remember as a kid, my Nana, when I would stay at her house, I would literally have her either use her hands or a comb and play with my hair until I fell asleep or else I couldn't fall asleep. It was the only way to, like, calm my anxieties. And I guess that was my first experience with, like, the tingles of ASMRs from that and probably watching Bob Ross. But, man, I don't get it as much as I used to, but I love head scratches and playing with playing with my hair. I'm... Ne- Emily, if you're listening, <laughs> and I know she doesn't listen to this show often, but if you are... Give me more head scratches. It's what I need. I need those good head scratches to give me calmness and no anxiety. Because, like, I have one of those metal things, like the metal thing with the weird, like, long prongs on it that you can put over your head and use that. Like a head massager. That's the normal term for it. I have a head massager. It's nowhere near as good as just having a normal person play with your hair. So that's what's awesome. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And I already talked about it. I think I know my next project. Because as I was talking about on New Year's, it was somewhere around New Year's, I'm getting bored and I want to come up with a new thing to do. And my new thing I want to do is the dumbest thing I've ever thought about doing of all time. But I really am into these, like, 
documentary series of showing someone's life over a series of like months or years. That's why I do this show. I love seeing like the documenting what happens every day and what happens. I've come up with a new documentary series and it's the dumbest thing. But essentially, uh, when I lost all my weight back in freshman year of college, I did it through using a thing called DDP yoga and then dieting right. Well, I still follow DDP because he's an awesome pro wrestler. And he's apparently doing a competition somewhat. It's not really a competition, but it is because there's a winner. And you have a six months transformation. Essentially, you put in what your goal is, what you want your goal to be. And then at the end of the six months, you submit video and photos and tell them your story. And then they'll pick ten finalists. And then whoever wins of those finalists gets a chance to win a million dollars. So I saw that and said, that'd be fun. That'd be a fun way to, like, motivate myself. But then I realized, like, just doing it, this is what's bad about my brain. Just doing it for myself is not enough. I have to do it for a reason. Like, that's the reason I haven't been able to lose weight. I kept weight off and was able to work out so much back in the day because I wanted to be a pro wrestler. And once that went out the window somewhat, I was like, why do I need to care about my body anymore? I don't. It's fine. So now I have to make it part of something and make it part of a project. And the project is going to be a documentary called I'm Gonna Kick DDP's Ass, a six-part documentary. And what it is is essentially going to be a parody of those transformation videos where you see someone who's like could barely walk and then you see them lose weight and then stand up and start working and becoming better. I want to do that except all under the guise of I'm doing it so I can eventually go and kick DDP's ass. Like I'm tempted because I haven't filled out the goal thing for them yet. I'm tempted on the goal thing to be like I want to lose 75 pounds, lower my resting heart rate rate by 10 BPM and also I want to beat DDP's ass (laughs) but I I don't think I'm going to put that one in there but I will it's going to be a really fun project because it's going to be a mix of fictional storytelling of me being this jaded angry person who wants to beat up DDP and then real life of me losing the weight and me getting better and I'm really excited for it I cannot wait to start this project because now that it's part of something I actually feel like I could commit and I just pray that I do because at the end of the day It's easier for me to commit knowing that, oh, it's only six months. I only have to do this for six months. If after that six months I want to go off and eat 50 pizzas, I can do that. But right now I'm just doing this for this six-month project, and it's going to be really, really fun. So I'm excited for that. Now, what did I do that's not awesome today? And it's kind of weird, but... uh I the thing I did that wasn't awesome today was I let my schedule dictate how I acted because essentially like usually my schedule works out pretty fine like well I'll wake up with Ripley I'll feed her I'll eat and then she'll take a nap that allows me to go read and write and do all that stuff then she'll wake up we'll play and hang out until Emily gets home That was not on my girl's agenda today. She was getting fussy in the middle of the day and stuff like that. And I I did the appropriate thing. I went to, like, try to give her a nap or try to give her a bottle, change her diaper, all that stuff. But it wasn't like my mind was, like, focused on the baby. My mind was focused on the thing I was supposed to be doing instead of being present in the moment. And I feel like that's what really screwed me today. It reminds me of when I was in college in one of our acting classes Um, The director looked at us and was like, okay, uh, your goal in this scene, you're moving hay bales back and forth. 
um, from one side to the other, and that's what you're doing while you have a conversation with uh, with the other character. And we went, okay. And so during the whole scene, I did as he said. I moved it, and no matter what they did, no matter how many attempts they made to get me to focus, I would keep doing what was at hand. I was keep moving these invisible hay bales. And afterwards, he goes, why didn't you pay attention? Why didn't you do anything? And I said, you told me to move the hay bales. That's what I was supposed to do. He goes, yes, but in that moment, you should have focused on her. That's not real life. In real life, you take moments and you take breaks. That way you can focus on the subject at hand. And I went, oh, okay. So that's kind of what happened today was I was too busy focused on the hay bales and not noticing or caring about my baby. And that wasn't a good thing. So I need to get a little bit better about that. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And this is helping prepare for the documentary. Um, I did a lot of research on basically caloric intake, what my macros need to look like, and pretty much fleshed out a full-scale meal plan for myself. Because I don't know if I've talked about this in the past, my meal plan needs to be like the same food every day or else I will get weird. But if every day, if it, if I can relegate it to like taking medicine of like, you know, at nine o'clock I drink a protein shake, uh, at 9 PM in the evening I have bacon and eggs, stuff like that. Then it gets a little bit easier. Then it kind of changes things up. Then I consider it from a point of basically I need to change my brain from food is for, enjoyment to food is to fuel your body. And so that's what I'm having to do. So today I figured out my meal plan, what I want to eat every day, what's going to be best for me. And yeah, it's getting me really, really excited y'all. Cause I haven't, I've been doing the biking thing, the tandem biking thing, and that's not tandem biking, the, uh, recumbent, no, not recumbent bike. What I guess that's what it is. Whatever the bike that don't move is. I've been doing that, and it's fine. It's just not my bag. It's not like I'm focused. Back when I worked out, when I did something, I was focused. I was in it. I was doing it. Meanwhile, with the bike, I'm like, I'm moving my legs a lot, and that's about it. Moving my legs a lot, and I'm watching Community. whoop de doo uh, So that is how I helped myself today, and I just got a text from Emily saying, are you coming home soon? So I probably need to get inside and check on her and see what's going on. So I'm going to go home. I'm going to get relaxed. I'm going to get ready for six months or something, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. <laughs> good guess who had him a good old day fighting depression that's right it's your boy and i, I mean other days I, like like i've said in the past you can have a bad day without knowing why today i know why i did not eat anything outside of dairy queen so you know i've got something that i did that wasn't awesome today but let's all let's just throw all this in there too didn't eat anything today other than Dairy Queen. Didn't take any of my mushrooms, so I didn't take any of my meds all day. Um, let's see, what else? Drank, so that was bad. Even after knowing I was depressed, I went to the liquor store and bought a new bottle of whiskey for my collection, which I was like, it's from my collection, it's fine. And I thought I was just going to have one of it, like just a sip of that. I ended up trying two more bottles, so that's fine. I don't pour like big shots. I... I I feel like I need to get something a little bit straight. Anytime I talk about drinking whiskey, I never pour like a full shot. It's always probably like one, one ounce, maybe a little bit more if it's a whiskey I like. So, but even then, it messed with my day. <laughs> it really messed with my day, and I have been 
super depressed all day, no matter what. Like, at one point, Emily come over, and she was trying to tell me stuff with her book and stuff that is an issue with it, and I just, I need to find a way to tell her that I'm not the person she needs to come for advice with, because... I want to help her. I do. Because, you know, as someone who's written books and written novels, I should be able to give advice. I can't. I'm so bad at giving advice when it comes to books because it's not my story. So I don't know how to teach her to tell her story, but I I don't know how to convince her of that. So it, it was a rough day all around. A lot of depression, a lot of depression naps that happened. Um, and then we ended up here right now to talk about the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? Today I am grateful for Emily because basically all of these are going to have like a running theme today and it all revolves around the fact that I applied for new jobs today. And I'm grateful for Emily because while she was at work today, sick as a dog, she just sent me multiple different applications for new podcasting jobs and stuff like that. And I was working today, but later we had to cancel recording tonight. So I ended up just going through and applying for a slew, not as many as I wanted to. Like I, I went through kind of judged the character of the company I would be working for for most of them just to be like would I fit there would I not fit there and then trimmed it down from there and then made my selections and started applying I applied for a job at WWE and once again now we're into what I did today that's awesome I applied for a job with WWE freaking E I might be able to work for the biggest company in pro wrestling if they want someone like me to edit their audio for them so I applied for them I ended up making like Instead of doing just a typed out application, I ended up doing like video applications for two of them just because, and this is not a joke, I just didn't want to type. I did not want to type, so um, I did the same thing I used to do in high school, which is instead of doing a paper, can I submit a video to the class instead? And my teacher would always be like, okay, fine. So I ended up making two videos and like having a lot of creativity and stuff with it. Like for one of them, they said, submit a video, but make sure it's a minute or less. And I'm like, there's no way I can tell you everything I need to tell you in a minute or less. So I decided to make a rap. Like I made a parody rap around the whole thing of me telling them, hey, here's why you should hire me. Here's my philosophy when it comes to podcasting and wrapped it all out. And that's, uh, that's what leads to what I did today that's not awesome. And that is all the negative self-talk that then ensued because I started editing it and immediately was like, you look ridiculous. You shouldn't do this. You look dumb. Why are you doing this? You look fat in that one shot. This shot doesn't look correct. You can tell you're reading a script off that one. You should fix this. Why are you so bad at this? And all that self-talk, instead of motivating me to fix it and make it better, just made me shut down to a point where I almost got to, I know we've talked about about it before to that depression level where I was barely able to move like I was just staring at my computer screen like I shouldn't do this why am I doing this I look like such an idiot and it wrecked me it ruined me just to be like hey this is your art and your art is dumb and that is the worst thing you can say to yourself as an artist is like like that was me and that was the way I want to do it and I feel like I've got some holdover from the fact that a couple years ago I applied for a job to work at Polygon the video game company uh, that the McElroys were famous for working for Brian David Gilbert works for them and fun fact I submitted an application at the same time Brian David Gilbert did so the famous video he tweeted out of this is this video got me a job 
that was that he beat me using that video so I remember like after feeling depressed about my dumb but what I said was a dumb rap I went and watched Brian's video and hey guys comparing yourself to other people is garbage don't do it but I did it tonight with that video and it's an amazing video it's so beautifully done it's the perfect combination of comedy and like some sincerity at the end and despite the fact that I had that exact same thing in mind I was like but it's not as good because Brian's amazing and I'm garbage why would anyone want to hire me as an editor look at all the stuff Brian does meanwhile I do this not to mention he has people filming for him he has camera people and I don't have friends I don't have people that would do that for me Ugh, and I'm not when I should have changed the self-talk to be like well you know, it's okay, you're a one-man operation, so you're doing as much as you can, so that's okay, you're doing what you need to do, and it's still amazing, and people still love it, I instead just went fully negative, and it really ruined me tonight, and that's what leads to the sad part, is the fact that I racked my brain for what did I do today to help myself, and all of it was bad, I don't think I did anything to help myself today, and that really sucks because there were numerous opportunities where I could have. There were numerous opportunities where I could have, like, not gone and bought that bottle of liquor. There were opportunities where I could have, instead of eating Dairy Queen, went home and had Emily make me something. There were numerous different opportunities for, my, for me to help myself, and I didn't take them. It, it, today almost felt like I was in a slingshot just being rushed forward and I instead of trying to take a moment to pause and breathe I was just like no I gotta keep going I gotta keep going I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and it just crashed me so today I I crashed in a major way and I need help <laughs> I need help and it's it's hopefully coming because I can't wait to get into that workout routine and that weight loss program for that video series I told you guys about yesterday. Oh, by the way, that was another negative self-talk thing that happened today was me looking at myself, despite the fact that I told myself, since this is your last week, that you're going to be super unhealthy Scotty, why don't we send him off with a bang? You can do whatever you want. Despite me saying that, I still throughout today was like, you're not going to be able to do it. You're not going to be able to do the workouts. You're not going to wake up in time. Everything's going to get ruined. It's all going to go bad. It's all going to go bad. So that sucked. That was some more negative self-talk, but I feel like once I get into that and get back into my routine, because I am still kind of acclimating to things going back to normal as compared to weird holiday times, so... I don't know. I just, guys, I want it to get better. I want to feel better. I want to be happier, and I'm not right now. So I, I also think I'm going to, and I know I've said this a lot, and my negative self-talk is like, yeah, you've said it a lot, so that means you're not going to do it again. But I, I do genuinely think that after Saturday, when me and Blake hang out, I'm going to do a dry month of whiskey. So that most people do dry January, but then I'm like, yeah, but... I get my birthday's in January, so I know I'm going to get whiskey for that, so I can't do that. But now that I've got all that and all that's behind me, I think I'm going to do not dry January, but dry January. Oh, wow, January and February do kind of not mix. <laughs> Those don't mix that well. But, yeah, I think I'm going to, for, like, the next 30 days after Saturday, really ease off the pedal of that one, at least the first month, and then kind of ease back in, like, maybe do one drink a week and stuff like that, just to see how it makes me feel and how it changes me. Because 
I mean, I, I'm, I know you guys will point it out, so I'll point it out before you guys. I am definitely noticing, like, the increase of depressive episodes with the increase of alcohol intake. So I do think I need to pull off that gas pedal a little bit. So hopefully I can do that, and hopefully I can get that workout, and hopefully I'm going to feel a lot happier six months from now once all of that's through and done and I, I kicked DDP's ass. Oh, so I'm now going to go inside and get some rest and hopefully wake up to have a much better day when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And fun fact, I'm losing my voice. In fact, in the middle of recording tonight, uh, Blake was talking to me. and He just goes, are you okay? And I'm like, what do you mean? What's the matter? He's like, I cannot hear a word you're saying. I'm like, oh, no, that's not good. Now, we were supposed to record for a solid, like, hour after that, and I was like, I can't, I can't do this, so I'm gonna go as far as I can without, uh, without losing my voice, because, fun fact, I'm sick, apparently. Woke up today, uh, actually, no, last night, Emily, I think I talked about it on the show, Emily was sick, so I came home, fell asleep, 4 a.m., Ripley wakes up coughing, 10 a.m., I wake up coughing, so all of us just have sinus drainage and headaches and pain, and it's just, it's garbo all around. We all feel like crap, um, which made it a difficult day to be good, but it was a really, really good day. Like, after I got over everything and, like, went to work, and the beauty of work is I had to pretend I wasn't sick, and I pretended so well that my body forgot I was sick for a few until I started yelling at the top of my lungs on a uh, on a podcast with Blake. So, yeah, it, it was a fun day, but I want to... I guys, I just want to go in and go to sleep. I'm so exhausted. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Cookies. <laughs> I know it's goofy, but I, since I know I'm going on that diet starting Sunday, I'm just real... I'm going to be real grateful for all my junk food that I'm not going to be able to have for like six months. And right now, I'm grateful for good, good chocolate chip cookies. They're good cold. They're good warm. If you get some milk and just dip it in there, like a warm cookie into cold milk, that's a combination that you just can't, you can't defeat. It's so great. Um, I'm mostly saying this because I just had a cookie and I didn't have anything for this part because, like I said, I'm really sick and just want to go inside. <laughs> so, cookies, that's what's great today. Now, what did I do today that's awesome? And today, I actually didn't get bored at work. It was a very, very slow work day. But at the same time, one of my favorite people to close with was closing. And so me and her just chilled for like a solid two and a half hours and just basically talked crap. Like, talked crap about people, talked crap about RuPaul's Drag Race, whatever. Me and her were just going back and forth. And like, we were laughing the hardest I've laughed in a very, very long time. And it made me feel a lot better, a lot less sick. Like, by the time I was walking out, I'm like, I don't think I'm sick anymore. And now as snot is drool, like rolling down my face, I'm like, oh, no, I'm, I'm definitely sick. Um, I can only hope that it goes away by tomorrow because tomorrow's supposed to be my fun day with Blake, which everything's... Tr- Mother Nature's trying to ruin our mandate. I mean, because apparently there's going to be some very severe weather tomorrow, and it's trying to keep us apart, but I won't let it. Now, uh, on to what I did that wasn't awesome, and it it was one of those days that just being sick is kind of the thing I didn't do that was awesome all day. Also, I didn't accept help when I needed to accept help again, because 
I woke up at like 10.30 and Emily came in the room and was like, can you help me? And I'm like, I feel like garbage. And she goes, well, you've got work later today. You can go back to sleep. And I was like, I can't. Because in that moment, I literally couldn't. Like, I I don't know if I was in pain or what, but I was just like, I, I can't go back to sleep. So I ended up staying awake and letting Emily take a nap. And she took a nap literally the entire length of time it took before I had to go into work for my shift. So I got no time to rest and I could have easily gave in and just been like, Hey, no, no, no. I'll uh, let me, let me have some rest. Let me feel better. But I didn't take any of those opportunities because I'm very stubborn and that is something I need to work on today. So yeah, it it was not that many super bad things happened. Like I said, uh, drank and, drink some whiskey, mostly because I know, like I said, I'm going to do a dry week next week, maybe even a dry month, um, just to get acclimated into working out and then reintroducing whiskey into that. Um, so I, I, I want to drink this week and I want to eat unhealthy this week, just, you know, to give it a last hurrah before I go on that diet Sunday. So that that's, I did a lot of bad stuff, but it was because I know good stuff is coming. Now, finally, how did I help myself today. And today I helped myself by sitting down and watching a lot of diners, drive-ins, and dives. Um, I don't know why, but man, that's a good sick show. That it, I guess it's because it comes on like daytime TV, and now with the advent of Hulu and everything, daytime TV, nighttime TV, it doesn't exist. It's just whenever you want to watch it TV. But I still wanted that vibe, that vibe of being sick and, you know, like getting to stay home from school and watching Prices Right. So I just cranked on some Triple D and watched Guy Fieri go to all these different kind of restaurants. And man, it just made me really, really hungry. <laughs> I just wanted to go to Atlanta immediately and figure out, like, uh, go to get different biscuits and stuff like that. I'm sorry, I'm I'm rambling tonight because, like I said, S- MC Sick Boy is here and he does not want to talk. He just wants to go sleep so he can enjoy his three-day weekend I'm about to take. So, sorry this was a short one, but if you couldn't tell, I'm done. So, I'm going to go inside and get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And take it up. Let's go up. Had a very, very good day. It started out a little bit rough, but then I got to have my mandate with Blake no matter what the weatherman said. And we had a really, really fantastic time, and I am absolutely wiped out. It's 11.44 at night, and I didn't think... I'm driving back from Birmingham right now. I didn't think if I could make it home because I was so tired. Like, there was a moment where I was passing through, I think it was like Pell City or something in Alabama, and just went like, I could just rent a hotel room for the night. I got enough extra dosh on me. I'll just rent me a hotel room and fall asleep in there. Uh, So, yes, I had a great day and a very, very tiring day, and also I have a headache. Uh, So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for getting to hang out with my friends, getting to have those days where, you know, like when I go to Orlando and me and Dylan go to Disney Springs and drink and eat and be merry, we get to do that. It's always a great time no matter what, uh, other than that one time like two months ago where me and Blake went to Nashville and it ended up not so good, but other than that, it was just a, I, I really do love getting to hang out with my friends because yes, I do see them technically every week to record the show with, but we never really talk about like 
what's your life like? What's going on? How is this? Let me show you this new whiskey channel or whatever. Or let me help you nose a whiskey and stuff like that. So that's what I like about this is you actually get to meet with your friends and talk with them and have a really great time. And that's what I got to do today. And I'm really happy about that. But we're going to get into that a little bit more when I talk about what I did that's awesome today. And it's have a really kick-ass man date with Blake. It was me, Blake, his roommate, Michael. I got up to Birmingham around like 4.30 because I did wait out the storm. And the storm was luckily early in the day. Waited out the storm and we just kind of hung out in their house. We went to get some whiskey. I got a new rye, which I've never had rye whiskey before. I was really afraid it was going to be super spicy, but it's not. It's actually really delicious. So I had a rye whiskey. Blake got a ginger-flavored whiskey, which you know I was all over. And we did a fun little tasting where we got to compare all of our different whiskeys, what we liked about them, what we didn't like about them, find out that apparently Maker's 46, despite me and Blake thinking it was a fantastic whiskey, is not my palate. It's not my, it's not my cup of tea. But other than that, we, we did that. Then we left. We went to go to Melt, which I know I've talked about on the show before, that awesome mac and cheese place where I got to have a um, chicken parmesan grilled cheese, so like a chicken parmesan melt. I, of course, had the egg rolls that have mac and cheese in them, so we got to get really full up on that. Went to a distillery that I'm not going to name because I didn't like it a lot, and then went to our buddy Austin's bar. I got to catch up with him for a few, and it was a really, really fun day. And I ended up not drinking as much as I thought I was going to do and also not eating as unhealthily as I thought I was going to. I just kind of had a normal night and that's what I wanted because like at the end of the day, this is the last night I can do all of this before the big diet and everything starts up tomorrow for the documentary. And despite all of that, I was still able to have a really fun time. Like if you would ask me like, well, what, what, what do you want to do? I'm like, I want to drink all of these different whiskeys I like. I want to go eat it out back. I want to gorge myself on a, 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 a bloom and onion. And despite not being able to do all of that, I still had an absolutely fantastic time. But unfortunately that does lead into what I did today. That wasn't awesome. And that was being stubborn as a mule because there was a storm that blew through Alabama today. And apparently it was kind of severe in certain areas. It ended up like, there were three fatalities from it. Uh, a bunch of lights were knocked out. A lot of people lost electricity. And so my family was a little hesitant. But I was so stubborn that I was like, no, I'm going. I'm going. And it ended up, uh, I ended up letting it upset me. Because once again, like we've learned in the past when it comes to Christmas or birthdays or stuff like that, I had such an expectation for this day that I refused to let it get ruined. And it really ended up hurting me when like at one point Emily looks at me and goes, I think you're stupid if you're going to drive through this storm. And I'm like, firstly, I'm not. But secondly, why would you say something like that? And I ended up getting really mad and me and her getting into like a little argument where at some point like she just grabs CJ and says, I'm going. And I was like, okay, let's start back at the beginning. So I brought her back into the bedroom. Me and her talked for a few and we talked everything out. And that was actually a very good conversation. We kind of worked out the problems we've been having. We communicated a lot. It was really, really nice. So what I did that wasn't awesome ended up being one of the things to help myself because me and Emily ended up talking to each other and trying to figure out where we both sit at and you know, what our issues are in our relationship and what weren't our issues. And uh, now, finally, what did I do today to help myself? And today I helped myself by not drinking. 
because yes I did have a lot of good good whiskey and I had a lot of good cocktails but also at some point me and Blake looked at each other and it was the same look we had during Nashville uh, but luckily it happened earlier than uh, it did in Nashville where we looked at each other and said we're done let's go back and uh, we did we looked at each other said no more cocktails no more alcohol we're gonna go back to the uh, to the apartment and watch YouTube and we did that and it was a really lovely time just sitting there watching whiskey whiskey reviews with him and yeah I feel like that's really how I helped myself because I could have ended up really screwed like even right now I'm slowly realizing like oh yeah I was one drink away like one cocktail away I was very much on the edge today of getting ruined and luckily we stopped at like the exact right moment and we ended up stopping at like nine o'clock at night which getting me home at midnight was very very nice but also it's nice going through like your party night of going out to different bars and celebrating it's nice getting done with that at like nine because that's when the bars start actually popping off so really at the end of the day we ended up doing everything right because we popped off we had this fun celebration and before it got too crazy we dipped but yeah it was it was a day it was a day of merriment drinking celebrating the end of this era this era of indulgent scotty and all I can hope is that, you know, healthy Scotty takes over and keeps things going in the future. Um, I also learned, this was another thing I did that wasn't awesome, was, and this was more of a depression-related thing. Earlier in the day, I woke up at like 9, and I knew I was going to leave around like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. I ended up having like a mini-anxiety attack because I had no idea what I was going to do. And Emily looked at me like, you could just come out here and, you know, spend time with us, spend time with your family. And A, I was depressed and sick. I didn't want to do that. But B, also, it was just freaking me out. I know in the past month or so, I've kind of gotten a little bit better about, I don't have any work, so I'm just going to enjoy the time that I have. But today I woke up and it was like, I don't have any work. I don't have any way to pass the time. Oh no. And it ended up sending me in this mini anxiety spiral that made made the day a little bit rougher to get through until I ended up, you know, driving up to Birmingham, but I, I don't know. It was a very, very fun day. It was a great day, and tomorrow I get to wake up and start kicking ass on my journey to lose weight, and you guys will hear all about that when I see you guys tomorrow, which is next week. You, you guys know it, it's, it's a weekly show. Oh my god, I'm so happy things are getting back to normal, y'all. I really am. Because I feel so much better in life. I, I don't know what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm still sick. I'm like really, really sick. I almost passed out while recording. I'm so sick. But still, I feel so much better without having to worry about holidays or anything else like that. And it's fun getting back to my normal crazy life of threatening to kick DDP's ass and wanting to go to Disneyland with The Rock. You know, the normal life that I live. So I'm super excited about that, and I'm excited to begin my six-month transformation challenge. Today, I, I started it today, and the diet is 
it's taken some work to get used to it, but you guys will hear all about that next week. But until then, as always, remember to support the show, whether that be by donating on Patreon to get access to me also, the exclusive Me Again sister show, where I talk about dream boarding and do book clubs. And in addition to that, you get access to all the other BS Network programs, including Wrestling History X, which this Wednesday, come at, the first episode that's coming out, and you guys need to check it out. I'm really proud of it, and I'm really excited about the way it turns out because it's a lot more produced and a lot more professional than anything I've ever done. So make sure to check that out by donating at patreon.com slash a load of BS or by picking up some Me Again merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. We finally got a merch store with some really awesome stuff in it. I mean, I, I need to order some stuff off of there because I really like the way our merchandise looked. And you can get it at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. And of course, as always, make sure to tell a friend to check out me again if they want to if they want to help. If your friend is a psychiatrist, please send them this show because I need all the help I can get, as always, ladies and gentlemen. But of course, if you would like to help, if you do have any questions, if you do have any concerns, or if you just want to tell me what you did today that's awesome, you can on Twitter at Scotty Mo. that is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Send me all your feedback because I need it all. And remember to rate us on iTunes. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.